Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. The Love Story of Ruth, The Bitterness, Part 2. Key verse is Ruth one twenty. But she said to them, Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. Naomi means pleasant, and Mara means bitter. And so Naomi, instead of being thankful for safe travels back to her hometown, is bitter. I'm not finding fault with her. I get this. Introduction is bitterness. Who hasn't felt it? But what bitterness exactly, and what is the danger in going around bitter long term? Listen to this ministry's definition of bitterness. Each incident of bitterness begins with the hurt. Whether someone deliberately or unintentionally hurt you, the wound can run deep. If you deny it and don't process it with forgiveness, the hurt you experience can turn into bitterness. And then bitterness saps your joy. It can steal away the goodness from your life. It paints a blue sky black and holds you in bondage. Bitterness hurts you far more than the person who originally hurt you. It can destroy your peace. And that's taken from TacomaChristianCounseling.com. The devotion focus is bitter events happen to us all. What we do with bitterness is up to us. So Naomi is bitter because of the pain she's carrying from the loss of, first off, her husband, and then the loss of her two sons. And then in the process of leaving Moab, she lost a daughter-in-law who stayed behind. And bitterness can come over us as the result of pain caused by circumstances or another person, whether they intended harm or not. But listen, there's no indication Ruth was ever bitter. And she too lost a husband. Then she left her country and her people, her way of life, but yet no record of bitterness with her. This tells me bitterness is a mindset, one that springs from being predisposed to having things our way. And again, I don't find fault with Naomi. I was a bitter man for much of my life before I discovered it was up to me whether to remain bitter or change that mindset. Now, how do we change that mindset? One way is to forgive the one who caused us pain. But what about when it's God who allowed the pain? That's a tough one there. But one thing is clear from the Bible concerning bitterness. Listen to Ephesians 4.31, and I'll also read verse 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And then Hebrews 12.15. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness bringing up causes trouble, and by this many become defiled. To summarize, let me read a few characteristics of a bitter person. They hold a grudge like their life depends on it. They're always complaining. They're not grateful for the good in their life. They want only bad things for those who have hurt them. They're jealous of any good that happens to others. They can't share in someone else's joy. They act out to get attention. They're cynical. 
and they're quick to blame others for their problems. They have nothing positive to say about positive people. And then they make and defend sweeping assumptions, and that is when finding fault with others. Now, in light of all this, the action to consider is, did you do like me when you heard the different ways to tell if someone's bitter and then think of someone you know? Okay, well, stop that. Do a self-test and listen to the list again or read them in the show notes on hopesarbor.net and then see if you recognize that you are doing any of these things consistently. And if so, go after that bitterness with a vengeance or it will corrupt your joy from the inside out. And I know that from experience. When I read down that list, I got zinged a couple of times there. Now, next week's devotion is Ruth, the Faithful One, Part 3. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.